Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. This is the Light of Truth, and I am Truth Light, and uh, I am I am very happy to see Monday. So we're going with a positive attitude about this one. And uh, I know, you know, it's funny when I was uh, when I was in business. Um, you know, they used to give us the statistics about how there were more heart attacks on Monday morning around, you know, within a certain block of time than any other time or any part of the week combined or something. It just blew my mind because poor little Monday, man, it gets bad rap. It's just a day. (laughs) So today we're just going to say happy Monday and hello Monday and embrace it and say thank you for being here and one more step towards whatever day it is we want to have it be, right? So happy Monday, everybody. So I'm pretty excited, actually, and I want to just say thank you to everybody who is listening, and uh, whether it's live or on the archives, um, I, you know, we can go in and check the stats on our shows um, on Blog Talk. And yesterday, just for fun, I went in and looked to see, well, hey, what's going on? Is any, does anybody even know we're here? And do you know that we have almost a thousand listens for our first week? We've only been, we, <laughs> me, and all my personalities, we. <laughs> have only been on the show for one week, and we already have a 1,000 listens. So I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know if that's good or not, but in my world it's good. So anyway, thank you very much, Blog Talk people and people in general for listening. You know, that's kind of cool. So I am paying attention to which shows you guys listen to um, so we can do more of what you like. And I invite people to uh, message me or find me on Facebook. Just look for Truth Light. Um you know, and, and just let me know what kind of topics you would like to see, if you have any questions, that kind of thing. And uh, all right, so we're going to start today as we do every day with a fabulous morning meditation, or I hope it will be fabulous. <laughs> it's guided. In other words, I am guided through it by by my angels and the powers that be, and so you're guided by them as well since I'm talking and you're following. So all right, so I am going to just ask everybody to take a a moment and just get relaxed and this will just be a short meditation and then we'll go on to the topic of the day which is actually finding your meditation so okay so just take a nice deep breath and if you do happen to be driving please you know refrain from doing the meditation while you're driving so uh we're just going to relax and we're going to take about three nice deep breaths in and out very slowly calmly gently with every breath feeling that energy of the breath move a little deeper through your body. And our goal is to have the energy of that breath move all the way down, all the way to our root chakra, so all the way down past our intestines. And and just as we let that breath out, we feel the stresses, the worries, anything that's non-harmonious, just beginning to leave with the breath. And as we breathe in, we feel light, love, harmony. Just coming in with that. Beautiful colors of the rainbow moving through and coming into their places within our chakras. And whether you understand chakras or not, doesn't matter. It's okay. The colors know where they go. All right. And continue breathing. And as we relax with each breath, we begin to become less and less aware of what's around us. 
and we begin to become more and more aware of what's within us. With each breath, you feel your energy awakening, coming alive for the day, beginning to um, blossom like a flower that does in the morning. And with each breath you let out, you let a little more just go that doesn't belong with you. And so now we ask our our highest self and our team of angels, helpers, whatever you choose to call them, to come in close and just create a beautiful circle around us. And you may find, if you're not familiar with this energy, that you just feel a little sort of a sense of well-being. And so we ask those beings to, uh, of the Christ consciousness or above, to come in close and create a circle around us and just feel that beautiful energy moving through ours and around ours in a clockwise motion. And we feel this energy begin to join with our own where all of the energies are sort of moving around in a circle in a clockwise motion and just cleansing and blessing everything that they come in contact with. And we're as we're doing this, we understand that we're moving up uh, to meet the Christ consciousness, which is what is surrounding us at the moment, only Christ consciousness or above. And so as this energy moves around us, we feel it sweeping up and down our body, and it's a radius of about three feet around us. And so we can feel it actually moving from the core of our being and radiating out. And it's almost like a a beautiful funnel. And then we see this energy just expand into a white light moving through the room that we're in and cleansing and clearing everything in its path all the way up in the corners, down any hallways. We just feel it beginning to move out further and further through the property line that we're we're at right now. And then we feel it move forward into all the different places that we'll go throughout our day, just like a beautiful blanket of white light from that Christ consciousness, just moving throughout what will be our day and maybe our week. And, uh, and just let it flow. We don't have to think about it. It'll know where to go. And along with this light, we just send gratitude for all of the good things that come our way. So we're already sending out that gratitude for the good things in life, allowing them to find us more easily throughout our week. And as you feel this light proceed, just keep your awareness with it. Just see what it's doing and what the angels are doing and Become aware of that energy that's being sent out ahead of you to create all the best possible situations for yourself. And then become aware of that beautiful light in your heart, in that heart chakra right in the middle of your chest. Feel a beautiful emerald green light just glowing very, very deeply and very strongly. And here we feel compassion We feel the capacity for forgiveness and love. And in here, we feel this light move down through our bodies, down into Mother Earth, reaching that chakra that's about eight inches below our feet, sending that loving energy to that chakra, and then sending the energy down to the core of Mother Earth for her to use as she would like. Just a bit of infusion of love straight from our heart chakra to the core of Mother Earth. 
And now just breathe in and out, allowing that energy of Mother Earth to also join with yours. This is truly balanced for your physical being because she is, Mother Earth, is the the area that all of the physicalities are made up of. So your physical body, everything that you physically enjoy during the day is all from Mother Earth, so we say thank you. And we feel this energy moving around Mother Earth, cleansing and blessing everything in its path that chooses to be cleansed or blessed. And then we leave it there, spinning gently around Mother Earth, almost like a, just like it's moving all around the Earth in every direction, clearing and harmonizing and loving everything in its path. And we bring now our attention to the middle of our belly, kind of the solar plexus. And we see a beautiful, beautiful yellow light there. And we see this bright, sunny light shining through everything in life that may seem to be dark. And we feel the warmth of this beautiful ball-like energy, of yellow energy, warming our body in a warming our emotional body, not so much our physical, and just allowing that to remind us that we're loved. From Father Sky and Mother Earth, we are loved. And allow this energy to move up through your heart chakra, through all the chakras above your heart, and out your crown chakra, so out the top of your head, and allow it to move through your soul star, which is about eight inches above your head, and see it sending love and light there, on its way out and allow this beautiful ball of energy that's been created within you and is now moving from you see it move throughout the atmosphere all the way up the planes of consciousness and just releasing beautiful love on its way as it goes not staying long enough to get caught up in anything but just allowing yourself to move smoothly And as you move higher and higher with this energy, you just begin to feel calmer and more at peace within your being. And we allow ourselves to acknowledge the other lights that are there with us, guiding us through this. And we feel this peace, and we see the beauty and wonder and possibly fabulous creatures moving through this plane of consciousness just as they pass by and really appreciating this higher plane of consciousness that they've taken us to. And we feel the love and acceptance from this space and we feel the oneness and the the feeling of being centered and stable. And we take that for our own, knowing that there is a never-ending supply And we also hold on to that feeling of abundance and endless supply of whatever it is we wish to experience. And we breathe deeply, bringing that energy within us. And with that, we say thank you to all of the beings we've encountered. And we bring our attention back to our physical being and gently allow our light being to come back and safely re-enter our physical being. 
bring our awareness back, possibly wiggling your toes or your fingers, and just feeling that fabulous energy of all of our experiences now moving through the vibration of our physical body, of our of our whole existence here on earth. And we bring all of this beauty and light with us. And after a few deep breaths where you feel like this is moving through your vibration, through your cells, etc., take one more deep breath, exhale, and when you're ready, open your eyes. Okay, so our topic today is um, <clears throat> excuse me is finding your meditation. So I've been uh, I've been in this field for you know the alternative and mystical and psychic etc. Um, I've been in this field for most of my life actually, um, not always professionally obviously, but even as a child, my parents would take me to meditation classes and different workshops and seminars. And so I've been very lucky to encounter a lot of different trainings and a lot of different people who see things in many, many different ways. And I definitely got the feel and the understanding of there being many paths to one truth. Huh, to one truth. That's me. <laughs> so, um, you know, many paths to God or to the universe or to you know, that truth, not me. And um, and so I really have an appreciation for all of the different ways that this can work for people. And so when I do life coaching or I do psychic readings, um, private intuitive sessions, that kind of thing, one of the things that comes up a lot is that uh, people are not meditating. And I find that, um, you know, and even even the Bible talks about being still in the garden kind of thing and, you know, um, I'm sure every philosophy has a suggestion for that kind of thing. So what does this really mean, right? So when people here meditate, they kind of think that you have to be doing this for like an hour and you have to be sitting on the floor and very uncomfortable and that it's all about just really working very hard to clear your mind. And yes, that is a form of meditation, and that is the form that some people are drawn to. However, what I've found in speaking with spirit and just in watching and and uh, observing is that meditation is uh, first and foremost kind of something that you do that clears your mind of all the thoughts and stresses and worries of this world and allows you to become just in tune with the energetic being that you are, right? So, for example, um, I work with an older lady sometimes, and she's she's probably in her 80s, you know, um, and and she gardens a lot, and so she didn't realize it, but all of these years that she's been working with her roses, that is her meditation, right? So because it, she just shuts out the rest of the world, and she's just at one with. <clears throat> with herself and her roses and she really doesn't think about things and that's just kind of her quiet time you know well for a lot of people that's what meditation is is that quiet time just being with your own energy releasing all of the stuff that belongs to other people all of the things that are not important to your energetic being and your spiritual well-being and so it really can be any number of things that you're doing that count as your meditation in my opinion, 
okay? And um, <clears throat> I find that this works for a lot of people. I know a lot of people who, you know, when they work out, that's actually kind of their meditation time because it's the one time that they let go of the rest of the world. And they're just focused on on how they feel or their mind being clear or um, just feeling their energy move in a healthy manner, right? And so isn't that what meditation is? You know, in a lot of meditation practices, you're manipulating how your energy works and where it goes and how it flows. And and uh, isn't that what you do when, you know, if you're a runner, when you run or, you know, if you do yoga, when you do yoga. So it's, it's definitely a broader perspective than I think a lot of people have. And I just want to say that um, anybody who, you know, would like to call in with thoughts or questions, or we're definitely happy to hear from you. The number is 347-677-1443. I also have the little chat thing up, although I will say it's hard for me to talk and read the chat. So um, I will do my best with that <laughs> if you happen to be online and you choose to chat with us instead. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Also, you know, I do want to just make the comment that Sudlink is having a problem with my phone. So if I drop out, I will come back um, within a, a minute or so. Um, so I would love to hear your thoughts on what meditation means to you, right? If you happen to be listening via phone or or you can listen to the uh, or you can do the chat. Most of our listens I find come from archives. So again, I'm going to say you can find me at mysticaltruth.com, 12weekcoaching.com or sacredlightofsedona.com, which is the center in Sedona that I work through, Sacred Light of Sedona. And uh, and so I would love to hear from you. Also, Facebook, Truth Light. Um, go ahead and follow me on Facebook and and just message me with your thoughts and feelings about this. Um, I will say that it's been interesting through my lifetime. I've experienced a lot of different kinds of meditations. And... One of my favorites, actually, I had been uh, doing meditation for, well, I guess I was it was probably late 30s when I discovered this one. And it's actually one that uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer talks about a lot, and it's called Japa Meditation. And now I've only done his version because it's his guided meditation through the Japa Meditation. So I don't know that that's the, the um, most traditional sense, <laughs> but... The point was was pretty good. Um, this meditation is very good, I find, for people who are um, who run a lot and who have a lot of different things going on in life. And so you may be in one spot, but you're thinking three steps ahead or three steps, you know, what happened three steps behind. And so this particular meditation, I feel uh, inspired to share with you guys because it really helps you be in the moment. So. You know, you can look up Getting in the Gap by Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer, and uh, and see if you can find it. I'm sure you can download it on iTunes or something. And uh, it's called the Japa Meditation. And and so just the style. You know, I did his for a while. I was guided through it, and I did his for a while. And, um, and I found that it helped a lot. And then I found that he just really talked too much through it for me, you know. So I started creating my own just with my little digital recorder. And uh, with this meditation, it really teaches you how to focus on one thing, uh, words in a sentence, focus on one word, and then focus on the next word, and then you slip in between the words. 
and it's it's really kind of nifty because you create these great big words, you know, visualization and and whatnot, and then you slip in between them where you're just just there in the moment, and it's it's really phenomenal because what I found was I was you know I was a single mom, I had two kids, um, I didn't start as a single mom, but I ended up as one. <laughs> And uh, the husband decided to transfer to another family, and so life changed considerably. And I found that meditation was a necessity for me. And uh, and so um, I would do this meditation before I would go to sleep at night and when I would wake up in the morning, just 10 minutes each time, you know. And that's the other thing is meditation doesn't have to be an hour long, you know. It's fabulous when it can be if that's what you're happy with, you know, but meditation can be like the little meditations we do here every single morning. So you guys have a fresh meditation every day to just kind of take you into your day. Um, anyway, this this meditation really helped me to be in the moment because I was working three jobs. I had two kids, both boys and definitely a handful, and and trying to continue my training as well because I've trained this whole time all the way through my life uh, for mystical practices and personal development and life coaching and that kind of thing. And so um, so this meditation really helped me find how to use all of the moments in between conversations, in the car, um, in between moving from doing the dishes to going to work, all of these little times throughout the day that I didn't realize I had, they just kind of get wasted. And so this particular meditation really helped me make the most of every moment in a very relaxed manner. So um, I would encourage you to check that out if, if finding time for yourself is difficult. That's a good one. Also, you know, we want to talk about what is your meditation? What is your meditation style? So what I do with my life coaching clients and my uh, my reading clients is we'll talk about what is it that you do that makes your mind happy, right? What is it that you do that relaxes your mind and allows you to just be with your own energy, to allow the energy to flow in a happy manner, right? Now, um I do, it sounds silly, because I do all this very mystical work, but to unwind, um, I make candy flowers. (laughs) I wrap candy into flowers and uh, create bouquets out of them, and I make gift baskets. And So for me, if I get, like I really need to just shut the world out, I start, uh, and I don't feel like meditating, because sometimes, you know, sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I'm a rebel, (laughs) against the mystical practices and although I love it all sometimes I just don't want to like meditate meditate right so um so I will go ahead and create these flowers and so I just wrap these candies into flowers and the whole world goes away and as I'm as I'm doing this the thoughts of things that are bothering me or on my mind kind of do float up but then I don't focus on them they just kind of float up and out and up and out and up and out And then as they do, more and more of the things that I would like to focus on begin to come up and begin to share with me. And so this is actually a meditative process for me, is wrapping these flowers. And then 
you know, at the end I have all this stuff that I've done and I create a bouquet for somebody and give it to them as a gift. But it's more about the process of doing this. And I have a friend who who makes beautiful candles, and for her that's very meditative practice. Um, it it allows her to shut the rest of the world out. And so what I encourage you to do with this show is really um, stop and look at what is it that you like to do that allows the rest of the world to just kind of be shut out for a half hour, an hour, a day, whatever it is you choose, right? And understand that when you participate in that, that is your being one with your inner nature because you're listening to your heart. You're doing something that you enjoy that allows the rest of the world to slip away. And so if we can become more aware of those things in our lives and make time for those things, then we are centering. We are becoming one with our inner being. And in part, that's what meditation is about, right? So it doesn't always have to be us, you know, sitting or laying down or and just really um, not allowing anything to enter our mind and that kind of thing. Now, there are also guided meditations, which I encourage you to check out. There's... It's funny because YouTube has so many. YouTube's great now for for this kind of thing. If you just do a search for guided meditation and do things that, you know, just kind of find things that that attract your attention, right? So you can find guided meditations. When I was a child, it was great for kids, by the way, great for kids. Um, we we had a youth group in our – I went to a religious science church when I was a kid, and and uh, they would lay us down on the floor and they would take us on these guided meditations. And it was fabulous because we would be in the middle of Orlando, but our youth group, we'd all be flying over the mountains and diving under the sea and playing with the sea creatures. And and they just took us on this fabulous journey, right? And so although it wasn't very profound in that we, you know, we found ourselves or we... It was a fantastic break for our spirit. It's like it let it break loose and go play without the boundaries and constructs of the third dimensional world or our conditioning in earthbound reality. And so there are a lot of really good guided meditations out there that just take you on these fabulous journeys. There's one um, that's actually one of my favorites. It's called the Healing Waterfall, I think. And uh, there's a waterfall one. There's two different meditations on there, the waterfall and then the um, the star being or something like that. And so that's kind of neat because it takes you out of your reality. And it works with your chakras and healing your chakras and that kind of thing. But as far as you're concerned, you're just going on this fabulous journey. And so guided meditations can be wonderful for people who are very bogged down in the day-to-day life and you just feel like you need some kind of escape but you don't you know in a lot of cases we escape into alcohol or whatever and maybe some unhealthy habits because we just need an escape we just need a break right when really good guided meditations can get you where you want to go with that can really you really do escape the reality when you're doing a guided meditation if it's a good one you know and and um, and you come back just feeling like you had this fabulous adventure, right? And so I encourage people to check out guided meditations. Um, here in Sedona, um, there 
and you can look around in your area for what kind of meditation groups are out there. Here we're very lucky because it's kind of like a candy store for anybody who's into this kind of thing. And, and there's a meditation group that I used to go to that's a, a crystal skull meditation. If you're familiar with the crystal skulls, it's a very high uh, healing energy and uh, very wise. And, and uh, so you can kind of Google the 13 sacred skulls or whatever. And so it's not the skull and crossbones that a lot of people think about. Uh, these are very highly enlightened crystal skulls. It's actually kind of what they based the last um, Indiana Jones movie on, the whatever that, the, I don't know, whatever the last one was about the crystal skulls. Um, so we're we're very lucky in Sedona to actually have some of those ancient artifacts here. And so there's a skull meditation that that you can sometimes go to here. And what they do is they just guide you. It's a guided meditation where they guide you out and then you just go on this journey and because you're in this room that's just filled with these beautiful crystal skulls that are just filled with like this high vibration and state of consciousness and awareness and healing and the experiences are really wonderful. You know, you and it's a two hour meditation, so they take a few minutes to take you out, maybe ten minutes or so to take you out through the up through the astral plane. You always want to go outside the astral plane. It's it's really best. <laughs> That's where the higher states of consciousness reside. And so, and we do all have this team of angels that are with us, and their Christ consciousness are above. And and so you just, whether you've had a class or not, it doesn't matter. They're there, right? I teach a class that is called an angel meet and greet, and we actually introduce you to them all, um, which is really life altering and and very deep and profound. But you don't have to have a class. They've been there your whole life, <laughs> and so. It may not be as clear as after you have the class, but um, you can call them in. Just ask them to to go ahead and kind of create a circle around you, and and then just allow yourself to go. You know, ask them to guide you out to the higher states of consciousness. And the goal is to go up through the astral plane so that you're up and out of the astral plane as quickly as possible, right? And for those of you who don't understand the astral plane, it's um, it's a lot like Earth without the physical, okay? So you have the enlightened, you have the very unenlightened, you have peace, joy, love, anger, fear, greed, whatever. It's it's all the same stuff. It's just in a different dimension. So, so you just want to pop on through that one, right? And go up to the higher dimensions and allow yourself to uh, to really be guided to the most beautiful experience you can have or... Ask your angels to take you to a place that's just fun, you know, or that's that's going to be um, allowing you to relax and become one with yourself. And just allow the different experiences. Kind of play with this, right? And, you know, then there's also the form of meditation where you just, um, it's kind of trans- transcendental meditation where you, sort of have a, a sentence or a group of words that you just focus all your intention and energy on those words and leave everything else behind. Um, this also can be good if you're working on focusing to just keep the rest of the world out and really become in tune with the vibration that you're um, sending out through your vocal cords, Right. So there are a lot of different kinds of meditations, and they're not all alike. So you can have some meditations that are fun and uplifting and just kind of
kind of a kick, right? And then you can have meditations that are very profound and working on your disciplines and your focus and that sort of thing. And uh, and then you can just have day-to-day life things that you do that are that put you in a meditative state, which is a really good place for people to begin because a lot of people just don't have the desire to sit and meditate. They just don't, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, right? We're not all meant to sit and just meditate, but we are all meant to have time with ourselves and with with that connection to whatever it is that sparked our energy, whether you'd like to call it creator or God or universe or the all or whatever you'd like to call it, we are sparks of one flame, so to speak, right? And so it's really important for us once in a while to just be that spark and just connect with that flame so that we're recharged and we're whole again and we feel like we're us instead of us with the dust covering of the rest of the world. And so that's what this meditative state is really all about, is just spending time with that spark of energy that we are and allowing it to connect with that source energy that birthed us, right? And just allow the two to recharge each other and and just be in gratitude with that. And so you don't have to consciously be thinking this. You can simply be, you know, for some guys, I'm sure working on a car, is sort of meditative, you know. You, uh, hey, honey, what you doing? What do you want for dinner? And he doesn't answer because he's so into working on the car. Or, you know, um, I do know a lot of people who that that sort of working with their hands is very much the way that they get with spirit or they get with their inner being and they allow that to flow, right? For some people, it's going for a walk and just, um, I know we have... We have one caller who calls in every day who we love. We love you, Daniel. <laughs> and uh, he's all about his dogs, which I can totally relate to. And so I would be willing to bet that when Daniel walks his dogs, there's probably a bit of a meditative uh, spark to that, right? And so it really can be anything that you just love. And so we want to not limit ourselves. You know, we want to not just immediately go, oh, no, I can't meditate because that meditative state is a part of us and it's our natural um, means of defense when it comes to keeping ourselves in balance, right? It's, it's how we keep from getting out of balance. It's how we keep from taking on other people's problems or thoughts or feelings or concepts. So as we allow ourselves to be in that meditative state, however we get there, right, then Um, Okay, so I'm guided to remind you that maybe partaking of lots of outside substances is not what we're talking about. (laughs) You know, I guess you could have a couple bottles of wine and be in a meditative state, but maybe it's not really what we're looking for. So when you find those things that allow you to just forget about the rest of the world, do more of those, right? A lot of times we feel like we're slacking because, well, that just relaxes us and there's no time for that. But if we don't do that, then that's kind of our spirit's breath. Like, just think about if your body goes without breath for too long, what happens, right? You you also want to think about that energetic being or that spirit being that you are and remember that it has to breathe too. And so when we go into this meditative state, 
it's kind of like putting an oxygen mask on our spirit. And so it's important for us to uh, to make time for that every day. It doesn't have to be an hour, right? It can be, honestly, you can do 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes at night, and or 10 minutes sometime during the day a couple of times, and it definitely makes a big difference, right? Um, there are also meditations that help you feel um, what we call more grounded, right? So you're more stable. Um, if you do your meditation or go into a meditative state out, especially out in nature, just bare feet on the ground kind of thing, or if you're in water, if you you know swim in the ocean or a pool or a lake or whatever it is, um, if you can just take that time and just be with with that part of nature and allow your, your meditative state to come through, very healthy because it really helps to ground you or to solidify your your spirit being or your energetic being into your physical. And it allows you to sort of, as we do the meditations in the beginning, you'll see we go up and we go out and we feel oneness with all things, but we're way up high, right? So when we're here day to day, it's very easy for us to just stand with our feet on the ground or to just kind of uh, be in the water or just sit and watch a sunset and be at one with the trees and the animals and that kind of thing and just just see ourselves as one with those things, just feeling that breath from the trees back and forth or the energy from the ground back and forth and knowing that we're one with all things here as well, that's really good for our physical being and our energy here on earth, it's every bit as important as when we go in meditation and we go out and we feel ourselves at one with all things there. So uh, we have about 20 minutes left now. And uh, I do want to just remind everybody who's joining us, because we've had a few people join us, um, you are absolutely welcome to call in and give us your thoughts and feelings about the different kinds of meditation and um and what works for you, right? I would love to hear some different things because I, I hear some funny things and it's kind of neat because we're talking about that meditative state, not not always a meditation that you learn through a guru or through, you know, different teachings. And so uh, the number to call in is 347-677-1443 and I think you just press 1 to speak with the host. Um, I do also want to just say that uh, you know you can find me at the different websites. There's 12-week coaching for life coaching, uh, mysticaltruth.com. All of these are .com, obviously. Mysticaltruth.com is for the psychic services and regressions and uh, emotional cord cutting, that kind of thing, uh, different classes that are coming up. And then also Sacred Light of Sedona is the center in Sedona that I work through. So you can go to sacredlightofsedona.com and check that out if you're going to be in Sedona or just come by and see us if you're in the area. Um, and also we do want to um, talk about, we have a Spring Rain Peony who just joined us. Ha, I see you, Spring. <laughs> and uh, she has a fabulous cookbook out that I don't know if she realizes how much it's selling. We're, we're actually seeing a lot sell out here um, as we talk about it. But it's called Eat Conscious and Be Merry. And one of the things that makes meditation easier is when you're not bogged down with all kinds of garbage food, uh, believe it or not. And so because the food has a frequency and if we're eating like the fast food and food that has a very low vibration, right, um, for farther and farther away from raw or its live state, the vibration goes 
further and further down, right? So with her book, Eat Conscious and Be Merry, if you are eating that sort of food, um, and it's all really easy to, to fix and very yummy and, and actually is healthy, so that's kind of nifty um, as a side benefit. <laughs> um, as you eat closer and closer to the plants or the, the food's life cycle, um, your vibration actually goes up higher. And so it's easier to meditate in any state form. So um, we do want to also kind of touch on that. It it does matter if you, even if you still eat the garbage food, if you implement some, like if you juice or you eat more live foods, that kind of thing, like salads and sprouts and sort of that that sort of thing, you'll find it's easier to just slip into that meditative state when you want to. So we'll just kind of toss that out there as well. And so there are a lot of different things that um, can assist you in in meditation and and in accepting what is your what is your meditative state, right? Uh, I spoke to somebody who um, their meditative state when we asked their angels was when they drive. They drive long distances for work. And the reason that they actually were, uh, not that I'm encouraging meditating while you drive, because you probably ought to, you know, be aware. <laughs> but there are people who, when they're driving, that is kind of their meditative time. They are still aware of what's happening on the road, but they also are letting go of all the other stuff, right? That's their time. As soon as they close that door in that vehicle, that is their time. And that's when they can clear their head, they can clear their mind, they can allow inspiration to come through. Well, what is meditation? It's all about clearing your mind and clearing your head and allowing inspiration to come through. That's that's really also the other key that we haven't hit on is allowing that inspiration to come through from your inner being to your conscious mind or or from divine intervention and divine inspiration and allowing these things to... Um, to be able to be seen, right? Because they're there, but a lot of times our conscious mind cancels them out before they ever even come into awareness. And so when we move into this meditative state, it allows us to release the things that no longer serve us because our conscious mind is relaxed then. Our conscious mind goes, oh, I can take a break. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, And so it allows space for inspiration to come through and it allows space for the old things that are not serving us, kind of um, kind of when you exfoliate your skin. When you get into that meditative space, you can exfoliate the, the old things that are not serving you anymore. So as you're moving through your day, I would encourage you to kind of just have it in the back of your mind, what is it that I do or that I like to do that allows my mind to relax? and allows me to just simply have the inspirations come through without working at it. Sometimes I think when people sit down and they meditate or they try to meditate purposefully, their conscious mind is there really working at it with them. (laughs) And so uh, I'll share with you what I share with my students. The moment you move into trying to meditate or trying to relax, really working at it, you might as well just stop, take a breath, clear your mind, and just get into a space where you can just allow it to happen, right? Because 
when you're in a meditative state or when you're working on getting in a meditative state, um, it's it's counterproductive to say you're working at it because you're needing to be in your feelings, which have nothing to do with your conscious mind or your intellect. And so the moment you begin trying or working at something, your intellect is involved, which means your conscious mind is involved. So it's important to recognize when you get into that state where you're really trying to make this happen, you're really trying to clear your mind and working at clearing your mind um, and working at finding the inspirations, right? Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. Find something. You're really better off to find something that you can do that relaxes your mind. And as you're doing that, thing, right, for me, wrapping candy flowers or whatever, just sort of let your mind, your conscious mind and your inner being know, you know what, I would just like to, whatever inspirations want to come through, yay, you know, um, and just be at one with whatever you're doing. If you're actually consciously sitting down and really practicing meditation, that's fabulous also, but you still want to um, simply allow, Right? And understand that the moment you're working at something, to just stop working at it, take some nice deep breaths, and sort of allow that working at it vibe to go away. And just allow, allow things to come through. Allow your mind to relax. You don't have to work at it. Just allow it to happen. You don't have to work at finding the inspirations. If you relax your mind and you allow yourself to just be in that space and you're creating space for the inspirations to come through should should they be there, then they'll come through. And if if you would like inspiration on anything in particular before you sit down, just or as you sit down and you start uh moving into that meditative space, just ask. You know, I'd like guidance on or I'd like inspiration on you know, whether I, what would happen if I started this business or I want to go back to school or my relationship or my finances or whatever, and then just relax. Allow your mind, your conscious mind to kind of take a break and just let the stuff come through. And this is why I find that it's a lot of times easier for people to be doing something that they enjoy and allow themselves to move into that meditative state naturally than sitting down and and really focusing on meditating, right? So um, I do know that, you know, through the years, I've found people who, and I've trained with people who, uh, you know, who are amazing um, meditation people. (laughs) They have amazing skills at meditating. And um, even they, I find, get the inspirations when they're just naturally in that meditative state. They don't necessarily, they may sit down in meditation and say, I'd like clarity on, you know, uh, this relationship or this direction in my in my career. The meditation process is actually more about, what I've seen anyway, is actually more about putting out to the universe or out to the all or God or whatever and their inner being what it is they would like clarity on and then allowing that to just kind of permeate and go further out, and then the inspirations tend to come after the meditation. As they're going through their day-to-day life, they get these different inspirations. But it's because they take the time to stop and center themselves and allow 
their attention and intention to move to their energetic being and their connection with that all or that source of energy that we we all are born from. And so reminding themselves of that and becoming one with that creates the space in their daytime lives or their day-to-day lives where the inspiration can be shown to them along the way. It may come in the form of somebody else saying something or, you know, I I know somebody who um, was asking about their direction and and suddenly everybody they talked to is either from Hawaii, going to Hawaii, just, you know, came back from Hawaii, whatever. Uh, And so clearly they're feeling that Hawaii maybe is a part of the past that they're going. And so it's... um, it's interesting how it works when you can release the control issue because if you when you're in meditation there is the the style of meditation where you're working on your discipline but it's discipline without control if that makes sense and and when we release that control issue that need to be in charge then we find that the answers and the comfort and the love and the harmony that we're seeking can come through because we simply allow it. The moment we move into intellect or our conscious mind, we sort of block that. And so um, looking and finding what it is that puts you in that meditative state is very helpful. Now, I'm going to take the last few minutes. We have about 10 minutes left um, And I want to talk about parents with kids, right? Because I was very blessed to have ended up in a household where um, my parents were really studying this kind of thing and they really got it. And uh, so I had some very unique experiences. And so as a child, my mom uh, would create situations, right, Would, would encourage me to do things that would put me in that meditative state. I had no idea what she was doing, right? But I can remember as a very small child, she would give me a bucket of water and a paintbrush, okay? And she would ask me if I would please go out and paint the front door or paint the front of whatever section of the house or something. And and the bucket was, was magic water, right? And this magic water um, could be any color I wanted. It could be anything that I wanted it to be. And as I painted the house, as long as I saw it, Right. This is what she would tell me. As long as I saw it with with my my special eyes, is what she called them, um, then it could be whatever color I wanted it to be, whatever whatever I wanted it to be. And so there were many, many, many hours I spent as a kid painting the doors and painting the house and painting whatever it might be. Right. Um, and I'm sure part of it was just <laughs> she's making me crazy. Give her a bucket of water and send her outside, but. Really, my mom was an early childhood specialist, and she was very into this, into meditation and spiritual growth and that kind of thing. And so really what she was doing was giving me that, creating that space where I could go into that meditative state of mind, right, and use my imagination. And, you know, I could paint the house invisible if I wanted to. I could I could paint it into a castle. I could do anything I wanted because there were no limitations because we weren't working with the conscious mind. We were working with the inspired mind, the inspired state of being, you know. Um, when we were, when we'd be, uh, my dad was a pilot, and so sometimes we'd get stuck because of weather or whatever, and we would play with the clouds, you know. Children have not learned to close this off because of logic and reason, or perceived logic and reason. 
So we would lay on the grass at the airports and we would find the clouds and we would obviously, we'd do the whole, you know, what shapes do you see in the clouds and tell a story about that. And so it was all this wide open imagination. But then also we would work on shifting the clouds and and changing them and busting them up and pulling them together. And so we would do all kinds of things like that um, that were only possible in that meditative state of mind. Had to release everything, right? Had to release the aggravation and the the hissy fit that a five-year-old would throw because they're stuck in an airport and bored. And, you know, and so all of that had to be released. And so there was a discipline to it, I'm sure, but she taught me from a very young age how to move into that meditative state of mind so that that clear mind state, right, um, where I could just allow the inspiration to flow. And so I really encourage people who work with kids, especially, you know, if you can work with them from a very young age, to find things for that particular child that will help them get into a meditative state. What is it they like to do that, you know, when you talk to them, you've got to like actually tap them on the shoulder and bring them back from whatever it is they're doing and and find different forms of that kind of thing that help to relax their mind, help to allow the inspiration and the creativity to flow um, so that they, you know, a lot of our society, especially now the kids coming through, we did a whole show on kids that, that are coming through now, but... All of us, we, many of us, I should say, not all of us, but many of us tend to self-medicate to try and put ourselves into a meditative state. So when I was young, I would try to, and I was, you know, in that in that teen phase, right, where I wasn't really listening to anything my mom said, or young adult phase, or whatever, when I was trying to find my own way, I couldn't very well go out and just paint the house with a paintbrush and water. I could, but I didn't think I could, right? And so instead, you know, I would drink or I would do, do recreational stuff, you know, and um, trying to quiet my mind. And I watch people in all walks of life, and they all have their chosen vice to quiet their mind, a substance that they take in, it seems. And, um, and really, it's because they're not ever allowing themselves to find that space of things they can do that put them in a meditative state. So I'm really encouraging you guys to find what is it that um, that brings that out in you. What is it that allows your mind to just release without having to take in a substance that maybe isn't so good for your body, right, or be reliant on any substance, whether it's food or drink or something you smoke or take or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily against people doing whatever makes them happy, right, as long as they're not hurting anybody else. But it would be fabulous if you could find what it is that naturally puts you in that state so that you, because it doesn't cost anything. It's not, you don't ever have to try to go someplace to find it. It's always with you. And that's very important is to find the tools that are always with you that create a happier life. And so we are... Um, you know, today we're kind of looking at what puts you in that meditative state. What is your meditation? What is, and you know, look around for different styles of meditation too because there are so many. Um, you know, so finding an actual meditation practice is great. You know, but the goal of this show is to remind people that you have a natural manner 
of achieving that meditative state. And so it would be beneficial to you, right, and the rest of the world, frankly, if you could look around and find the things that put you in that state. Look around if you have family, right, if you have spouse, kids, whatever. What puts them in that state? What kind of things can you try to bring into their lives that will help them find that space in a in a non-escape manner, right? What allows them to find that space? What allows them to go into that happy place and just be at one with who they truly are? And how fabulous is it when you are a parent or you know, you've got somebody that you love and they find what puts them in their state of happiness? Isn't that an amazing thing to witness? Right? So, um okay, so we have about 3 minutes left and Again, I want to, because we've had a lot of people come and go, and so I just want to uh, let you all know that you can find me on Facebook, Truth Light. Just do a search for Truth Light. Um, also, The Mystical Truth on on Facebook um, will get you to me as well. And so um, go ahead and follow me or like the pages or whatever it is Facebook has you do now to kind of keep up to date with what the topics are and also really to communicate because most of our listens, um, like I was saying at the beginning of the shows a little shocked we've only been on the on blog talk for one week um, but we have almost a thousand listens so that's pretty exciting and i would love to be hearing back from people and let me know what you're thinking and you know go ahead and email me at the the link on on blog talk if you like and let me know what topics you'd like to hear about and because um, kind of 40 years experience i have a lot of different topics we can touch on and if i can i know somebody who can so whether it's mystical metaphysical or mainstream, all of it kind of has a, a mystical twist when we do it um, with me, you know, and because I just don't have a normal perspective. I wasn't raised in a normal life, so it's kind of fun to, to have the two interact. So then you also can find, um, you know, any kind of private sessions you would like at mysticaltruth.com, lifecoaching at 12weekcoaching.com, and uh, you can, if you happen to be in Arizona or Finding Your Way Through Sedona. Sacred Light of Sedona is the center that I work through. And so you can always contact them and set an appointment up with me if you'd like. And uh, we have a lot of classes that are going to be beginning um, at the center. And and so if you are in the Valley area, we'd love to have you come join us. And uh, also I just want to toss out their um, Springs Cookbook, Eat Conscious and Be Merry. Really highly recommend that for anybody who's trying to make that shift to more gluten-free, dairy-free, that kind of thing yummy simple recipes and so we want to get that out there as well um i really want to thank you all for joining us we're low on time but uh we will be back tomorrow and uh, i think i have the topics for the week kind of up so tomorrow is chemtrails fema camps aliens oh my <laughs> and so we'll kind of touch on what's really going on with all that or what are the theories and you know the conspiracy theory stuff like it's not always conspiracy and it's not always theory, but it's not always real either. So, And then uh, the next day we have Angels and Demons, Land of Duality, and then The Illusion of Judgment. So um, we have a lot of really neat shows coming up this week, and I hope you will join us. And uh, so, again, I am True Flight, and thank you so much for being here, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fabulous day and find your meditative space. The world will be a better place if you do.